intro. I usually do that when I'm editing. Snap. You. Can it? Can you? <laughs> you can't snap? <laughs> I used to. See this picking up. <laughs> and I used to snap. Can't snap no more. I sure can. I never noticed that. Well, that you can't snap anymore? Uh-huh. Okay, so... Okay. Oh, you got some good stuff. Well, I decided to take it actually serious and invest and actually do the real thing here. So I went and got mics and everything else. And so far, it's been working pretty good. And are you taking this serious? I am. I actually have to go on some um, other people podcasts as a guest and talk to them and be interviewed and everything else. I've been doing this since... I want to say I started in like April really? of last year. You like it? I like it. I thought I wasn't going to like it at first, but I actually do. So a DJ offered me a radio show. That didn't pan out too well because he was trying to sleep with me for the radio show. So then I'm like, well, I had already put it out there that I was going to do this radio show. So then I said, okay, well, I'll just do a podcast instead of a radio show. Went and brought all my equipment, started recording and bringing people on, posting it. I get people listening to it. It's like in UK, Macedonia, Greece, Hong Kong, Japan, Nigeria, Canada, all over the United States. So I have people everywhere listening. But I actually like it. But how do you get paid for that? Off of your people that listen. So you get paid per listeners. Oh, and then you can okay. do sponsors so people from different businesses can do an ad on your show uh-huh. as a sponsor so you can charge money that way. You can do content from on a different website where people can subscribe for like extra episodes per month or extra content or um, like gifts and t-shirts and stuff like that. They can pay a monthly fee and you can make money that way. So it's a lot. Very interesting. But then there's some other things that I want to learn how to do in the process that kind of sort of goes with it. Like I want to um, learn how to do uh, tantric massaging. <laughs> so it's like you're naked and you use your body to massage someone else. <laughs> no. Yeah. So you have like, um, then you also have like a labia massage that you can do. $150 an hour. Not bad. It's good money. And then there's no yeah, one in Savannah. Yeah, but what you, look what you're doing. Yeah. To get it. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> no. So there's like different things. And it's this other like yoga and your chakras and all that other good stuff. It's a two-week course that's done in Houston, Atlanta, and South Africa. It's about $1,300 to get certified. So I think I'm going to do that next year. Get certified in that. The idea is to stop working. For someone else. I'd find something else easier to do than that. Than that. I'll probably find other things to do in the process. So we'll see. I don't know. Wherever the river takes me. You ain't lying, but <laughs> you said you open. You ain't lying. I'm very open. You you ain't lying. You sure are. I told you that. All right. So we're going to start playing a game first. Do you want to say your name or you want to go by like grandma? Just grandma? It doesn't matter. Okay. So the first game, you're going to fill in a blank. So these are just off the top. 
answers, okay? Oh, shit. <laughs> You're fine. You can cuss. It's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So the first one is I knew I was in love when. First laid eyes on it. Really? Yeah. How does that happen? Just happens, babe. You see something, you go for. You like. You like so you, you approached him or he approached you? More or less, I did. More or less. Oh, so that's where I get it from. Okay, no, so it I makes sense. <laughs> no, I just saw him and I, he had someone else with him that liked me. I didn't like him. And so I said, who's the guy with you? And he told me and I went out and introduced myself. So wait, so his friend liked you? His cousin. His cousin liked you. Uh-huh. And you dropped the cousin. I never was with him because I never liked it. Okay, and you just went for grandpa. I just asked him who he was, and he told me, and I went out and said, come back and don't bring him with you. Huh. Okay. <laughs> that That's different. That's, that's new. So what did grandpa look like? Like, describe him in his younger years. <gasps> he looks like he does now. Only thing, he had black hair. Mm-hmm. Very curly. Mm-hmm. Tall, slim. Mm-hmm. Good-looking honey. He looked like a movie star in his old pictures. You think so? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you don't think he did? No. No? Well, I just thought he was handsome, that's all. So what was the ideal handsome type back in the day? His type. His type? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so the next one is women are great at... Oh, my God. <laughs> What's the blank? Uh, lying. Lying? Mm-hmm. I can agree. I, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm guilty of that a lot <laughs> in my younger years. I try to be very honest nowadays. Mm-hmm. I feel like keeping up with too many lies is just not worth the headache. No, because if you tell one lie, you got to tell another. You get out of that one. Well, yeah. And then if you're talking and to then, multiple people, you got to remember all the lies. You got that right. And then you're going to slip up somewhere down the line. So yeah, it's so, best to be honest. So women are great at lying. Mm-hmm. Men are oblivious to. Oh, wow. I don't know. Everything? I guess so. I feel like they're they're oblivious to everything. Yeah, I feel like probably. Probably? Yeah. Okay. Your dream job was? Owning my own business. Which you did. Which I did. So mm-hmm. my dreams were fulfilled. Huh. I never knew that. I thought you wanted to do something else besides. No. No? I've done everything there is to do. Like? I taught school, preschool. I drove a bus. I was a dental assistant. Uh, I babysit. I worked in department stores. So I get all these mini hats from you as well. And I just said, hey, reach for the stars. And that's what I did. Hmm. All right. Your proud accomplishment. Was my proud accomplishment? Mm Mm-hmm. Besides work? Yeah. Personal Uh, business? Oh, hey. (laughs) Catching him. Catching him was your proud accomplishment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That and my kids. How many kids do you have? Four. Boys, girls? One girl, three boys. Oh, I had to take that back. I omitted one. You omitted one? Yeah, I had a little boy that didn't live. So five boys. I had had four boys. Four boys, one girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
What is your biggest fear? What, my biggest fear? Mm-hmm. Seeing a snake. <laughs> you do not do snakes. No. Uh-uh. Seeing a snake. So snakes, that's, that's your biggest fear yeah, out of yes. everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of anyone or anything. Okay. But a snake. What is two things on your bucket list that you have not completed? I never had a bucket list. Really? Uh-uh. You never had a list of things you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. So you just no. go out and do? If, uh, just pop up the spirit in the morning and I do it. I never had a bucket list. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be a great question. I didn't know mm-hmm. you didn't have one. No. Oh, okay. All right, so... You said you met grandpa because he was with his cousin. So I don't That's have to ask how you. I met him. That's how you met him. So what was your first date? I think we went to a movie. You remember like the that. movie? Heck no. That's been so long ago. <laughs> you don't I remember the movie? Remember one of, if I went last week, I can't remember what I saw. Did he take you to dinner at least? Yep. We used to go out all the time and eat. Do y'all still go out now? Every once in a while. Like, Not as much as we used to. So you, what you mean to theaters or plays? Or like, no, just on dates. Just, uh, no. He doesn't take you on dates? No. Do you want to go on dates? No. Oh, okay. I'm just as content being here with him. Y'all are just around each other all the time. Uh-huh. Don't know what I'd do if I... Okay. So what was your best date with him? Now you get personal. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know. No, you don't. <laughs> was it something that you guys did? Um, somewhere you guys went? Uh, what can I say on that one? I guess when we went off and went to Hawaii. How old were you guys when y'all went to Hawaii? Probably... In their 30s. Oh, so was it a surprise trip? Mm-mm. Oh, so you knew? No. Yeah, we knew. Was it an anniversary? No. Just, just random? Just go. Just, uh, oh, just so go. y'all just like to pack bags and just hop on planes pack, and go pack somewhere? Pack and go. Okay. So how long were you guys married? Or how long have you been married? 61 years. 61 years. Uh-huh. How long have you been together? 65 65 years. So you dated for four years uh-huh. before you got married? Uh, yep. So what's the dating process back then? What do you mean back then? Back, back then! then. So, it's totally different now. You aren't kidding. Exactly. So how was the dating process back then? A whole lot's better than it is now. Did the... Yeah, but you, you would come to the house, of mm-hmm. course. He had to meet your parents. Oh, did your mom or your dad they, approve? They did. Okay. They both liked him. And when you went out, you had to be back home by a certain time. And he always made sure that I was back at that time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So what was it the was expectations back then of just, dating? Of dating? Yeah, just dating. Because now, like, you have different expectations now. So, like, most women's expectations now in dating is finding someone that will pay their bills no okay so what was the expectations back then but he had no choice you didn't have to expect that he had no choice he wanted to go someplace he had to pay for because i had no money (laughs) (laughs) okay so he had to pay he had to pay or you just go someplace that that you could go that didn't cost anything like a walk in a park or something oh yeah you would go to parks you would go 
to a relative's house or you go to a house party. See, they invented a lot of house parties. You go to a house party. What about like go a block party? No, Did y'all no, have no, those? No. Mm-mm. no? Yeah, but you would have a house party. Okay. Um, how did he propose? Just said he didn't want of these to get on no knee and say, will you marry me? This is when we get married, blah, blah. That's it. It's okay. So it's just open conversation? Just open conversation. What was the ring? Did he give you a ring? Yes, he gave me a ring. Where were in, you guys at? Uh, at my house. Oh, did he do it in front of people? Or he just, no, 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 no. Okay. no. He just, no, just gave you a just ring? Just gave me a ring at the house. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of your favorite memories with him, besides your favorite date? Favorite memory of him? Is when I opened up that when they opened the church doors and I saw him standing at the altar waiting for me. Oh, yeah, that's your favorite memory. Yes. What were your wedding colors? Uh, we had um, the guys were black, and I only had the three attendants in my wedding, and they had on yellow. Oh, black and yellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but see, then you didn't go through all this that they go through now to have a wedding. It was just you mm-hmm. You were going to have a white dress and there was going to be a, yeah. your bridesmaids uh-huh. and, and his... two little flower girls and my ring barrel. Huh. So where did you get married at? At Mount Salvation Baptist Church. And in Virginia? In Arlington. Uh-huh. Arlington, Virginia. Who married you? Reverend N.R. Richardson. Is he still alive? No, he's deceased. Okay. He was the pastor of that church. Hmm. So where Which did, was a family church. Okay. So you had your bridesmaids was three, uh-huh. your sister's friends. Oh, I had two friends. Okay. And a sister. And then his and, grooms? And his was his uncle and his cousin and brother. Was it the same cousin? No. <laughs> no. No. But it was Apple's brother. <laughs> Who doesn't make it any better? <laughs> and then we had his nephew is the ring bearer. His cousin was a flower girl, and my niece was a flower girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was a very family-oriented wedding. Yeah. Uh-huh. A so, lot of snow. Snow? Yeah, it was the 1st of February. Why did you get married in the cold? What difference does it make if you want to get married? I mean, it's but, cold, though. That didn't make no difference. Okay, so <clears throat> how do you usually spend your anniversaries? Now, <laughs> you go out to dinner and say, hey, happy anniversary. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's it. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't want anything. It's nothing I need. There's okay. nothing he needs. So y'all just but I have live. Stress, so we just maybe go out to dinner. Come on back home and just do your thing. What's the nicest gift he's bought you? Another diamond ring. <laughs> <laughs> so Grandpa likes buying diamonds. <laughs> he's only bought me, what, one, two, three, four? What's the nicest gift you've given him? Four kids. Oh, okay. That sounds very expensive, though. What? Four kid? kids. What? I have three, and they're expensive. No? 
I didn't think so. Okay. Um, what is the way to a man's heart? Or what do you think is the way to a man's heart? I can't go by it. They do nowadays. <laughs> and they say food is food. You mm-hmm. know, well, most women don't that, know how to cook nowadays. That that's a bunch of blockage. That's I don't, I don't agree with that. Honesty, mm-hmm. respect, mm-hmm. independence, mm-hmm. and to carry yourself in a ladylike manner. So, is there a thing as too much independence? Like, can you be too independent and not no. let a man do anything for you? Oh, I'm gonna let him do, but he's gonna know that I can do. So you're going to let him do as I'm much as he him, wants to do, right. but he's not going to forget that you're able to do by yourself. There you go. Okay. You're always able to take care of yourself. But allow him to be the man. But you allow him to be the man, and that makes him feel good because you're not taking that from him. Mm. So most women so don't know how to balance that. They don't. You know, they want to, or I can do this and you want to do, sweetheart, I love you more. You do. But I know I can do it. Okay. Um, so we talked about how many kids you have. All right, so did you have the sex talk with your kids? Yes. How did that go? Very well. Right today, my kids can come to me and ask me anything, and I'm going to give them a very blunt answer, a correct answer. What was the most weirdest? Uh, don't you ask me what I <laughs> talked to them about. I was going to ask you what was the weirdest thing one of them asked you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that just threw you off. Like, what? Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. They would just look at me and laugh. They never come to me and ask. They just looked at you and laughed? Yeah. So you just you know, knew. They would just say, we know. Well, uh, I'm going to reassure. Make sure you know. You understand. You're getting this from me. Okay. Um, which was the worst kid as far as like behavior wise? Troy. Troy was the worst. Troy was the worst. Didn't listen. Attitude. He tried not to listen. He tried to have an attitude, but I stomped it every time. So were you Uh, a very strict parent? Very strict. They, no, I won't say very, very strict. I let them have so much freedom. Enough to grow mm-hmm. and feel independent, but they knew where to stop. So there they was a boundary they knew not to cross. Yes. yes. I was strict enough that I know I could leave my kids at that house. And not have to worry about anything. never had to worry about it because they never knew how I was getting my information. And with what you do, your parents always find out. That is so true. <laughs> you always find out. So they never knew. So they never knew when I was going to get a call and I was going to show up at home. So, so they were no always. Problems. Okay. So who's the funniest? Oh, Jesus. It's Tiff All of them? Every last one of them. If you ever want a good comedian show or something funny, get the four of them together. Who is the nicest? I can't say that. Because I think they're all nice. Although Troy was a headache at one time, Mm -hmm. I could never say which one of my kids are the nicest now at their age. 
they're just about equal. Who's the fighter? True and Tammy. <laughs> the two youngest. True and Tammy. So who is the wiser one or the wisest one? I don't know. That's kind of hard. I would have to say it's between Tammy Troy, not Tammy Troy, Tammy Tracy and Todd. The three of them are pretty wise. Troy is just laid back. Troy is a cool uncle. Yeah. Yeah. He laid back. Okay. Um, How do you find time to keep your marriage spicy? Oh, nay, I got nothing but some time. Back in the day. Back in the day? Mm-hmm. Because you owned your own business. Grandpa was working two jobs. You had four kids. And I was working long hours. So it was the time that we had. You didn't find too much time. I say it's very little. Yeah, you didn't find too much time. So you just had to rely on the times that he was off from work, which <laughs> was what? He was working four and four. But every eight days. Every eight days? Uh-huh. So did he send you flowers and stuff no. like that? No. You couldn't afford to waste money on flowers back then. We had four kids to raise. He didn't pick you flowers or anything? He been like, well, I didn't pick no flowers for me. <laughs> Bring me no pick flowers. You're going to give me some flowers. You better be, be some sport. You wouldn't boy. take pick flowers? No. Mm-mm. What about love notes? No, but he sent me, he give me nice cards. Love cards. Well, he looks like a love note person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no, but God, pick some flowers. Give me hurt my feelings. No, I did. So you rather no flowers than pick flowers. I got that right. Um, let's see what else. Um, I'm I'm going off the top of my head now. So how did you balance things between being a wife, mom, and a business owner? I put. My family before my business. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if I knew that something was going to be involved around the family, the business was on the back burner. I would take by it being my own business. I could go when I want, close down when I want, and that's what I would do. I put my family and my kids before my business. Okay. So what was, like, the most challenging thing when they were kids that you had to maneuver with them and then work? Um, Troy's illness and working. The other kids didn't help? Or they did? What, his illness. When he was, Troy was sickly. Oh, okay. And he, it took up a lot of our time. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He's like an ox now. Oh, yeah, he was, he was sickly. So that was a challenge of trying to see that they were okay at home, take care of him, and work. Okay. It was a, a challenge. But they're yours, and you don't think about it that way. You just, this is what I have to do. And I would tell the others, he's not doing too good today, so I am had to spend a little more time with him. And, you, and they were very understanding. So which two fought each other, like, all the time? <laughs> the Troy, look on your face. Troy and Tammy. Really? They hated each other. I would not have guessed that. No. Those two. I would have thought the it would have been, like, Todd and Troy. 
<clears throat> Todd and Troy. Troy looked up to Todd. Okay. You know, that was his, oh, he was almost like his daddy. Mm-hmm. Troy looked up to Todd. Mm-hmm. Troy and Tammy fought all the time. What was the, the biggest fight that they had? That I don't know. I can't remember. Did you ever have to take anyone to the emergency room? No. <laughs> they didn't fight that bad. No, no, no. We're just the brotherly fight, just kids, siblings fight. Okay. No. Um, did you ever have an issue with any of grandpa friends? No. Mm-mm. None? No. Any jealous moments? No. Huh. Mm-mm. That's so odd. Just the one. <laughs> Just the one. That's that's it. That's the one that I sent on packing. <laughs> that's understandable, though. Yeah, that's the only one. So um, growing his, up, his 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 people, his friends, very quiet people. Like they're him? more like he is. <laughs> so do they talk? Yeah, they talk. Because <laughs> he's not much of a talker, he's so they're much, all quiet. Yeah, he does. He's a talker. <laughs> you all just don't hear him talk. He's a talker. I've, I've never really known Grandpa to talk. Like, he's talked more now. Oh, he he's a talker. Hmm. You know, just like you all say, he don't talk. Oh, yeah, he does. Well, I mean, he's he has to talk to you, so I would yeah, figure. Yeah, that fight, he wouldn't be. <laughs> This week's episode is brought to you by Red Room Pleasures, which is a Black-owned adult sex toy store. It was created by an erotic writer and sex-positive advocate, Erotic Noir. Red Room Pleasures represents the women who wish to celebrate their sensuality, their body, and their kink. They offer lingerie, paddles, restraints, strap-ons, and vibrators. Each item is carefully selected with the sole aim to give maximum pleasure and excitement. So, if you're new to sex toys, or if you're a fully-fledged kinkster like myself, they have something for you. All of their orders come to your doorstep in a discreet packaging, so you don't have to worry about your nosy neighbors. You can visit redroompleasures.com and enter our discount code for 10% off on your next order. The code is COME10. That's C-U-M-1-0. So go visit redroompleasures.com for all of your sex toy needs. And plus, why not support a black business? Today's so nice out. I'm just like, what's the catch? Okay, so growing up in school, Tammy said that you went to school with famous people that are now famous today. Mm-hmm. So who are some of those people that you went to school with? The only one I can think of right offhand is Roberta Flack. Mm-hmm. And who is she? she? She's a singer. I guess you would call, I don't know what kind of music she sings, but she's a, and she can also sing gospel music. So were you all like best friends or you just went no, to no, school No, 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 I just went to school with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she also wanted me to ask you about moving into a white neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we integrated a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. A white, white neighborhood that was a Klan's neighborhood. Why choose a Klan's neighborhood? I didn't know. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were Klan's. 
Okay. To after we purchase a house. Uh they tried giving us some trouble. They laid back, they knew Walter's schedule, they knew when he would be home and when he was working. So when he was working is when they would come around mm-hmm. until they found out that one was crazy. I've been out there and challenged them. How did you challenge them? With a gun. Oh, okay. I wasn't backing down off of no one. So how many times did you have issues with them? Oh, maybe about three or four times. And then after uh, the that? Kids, even the kids would say, don't worry about them, we got them. Oh, no, I just went out there and wanted to know who threw the flare up on my porch. And like no a one flare? Said flare and okay. no one said anything, and I asked again, and no one said anything. I said, I bet you if I shoot in the crowd, somebody answered. And they scattered. And about day two, I guess maybe about a few days later, they came back again, and I made a phone call to my nephew. Two van full of black boys came down there. I had no problem after that. None. So then you became the nicest person in the neighborhood. And come to find out one of them was living next door to us. Really? Uh-huh. And at that time, I was teaching school, and I had little, one of them's little boy in my class. They would never come to a meeting. I could never go to their home to a meeting. Nothing. Huh. And they did not know it, and that it was me until he saw me in the yard one day, and he jumped up on the fence and said, Oh, Miss Carter, Miss Carter, Miss Carter. You know, that's my teacher. Then the father started speaking to me. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide to move? Retirement. Cheaper. He retired. And Walter retired. And we wanted to move someplace where the tax and everything was cheaper. Mm-hmm. We moved up into the Shenandoah Valley. And did you have problems there? Nope. It was just nice, peaceful living. Nice and peaceful and quiet. And I commuted back to walk to work every day. How long of a drive was that? And 15 minutes one way. <sighs> it's only over two mountains. It wasn't bad. Only you, over you, two mountains? Mm-hmm. You just leave about 5 o'clock in the morning, open up the shop at, at 7.30. Then at what time would you close? 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Sometimes I would go home. Sometimes I would stay at my mom's. Oh, good gosh. Mm-hmm. So what would he do while you were just working all day? He got his little part-time job. <laughs> he was poor. He'd keep the house clean. But I would come home on Saturday afternoons. All I had to do was walk in the house and wash my hands and sit down and have my dinner. So who's the better cooker? He is. Better cleaner? I am. Who is the baby out of both of you when they're sick? <laughs> <Tip or tip. laughs> so we, you both take we, care of each other <laughs> we do we do um who has a temper i do really oh yeah i it's not like it used to be mm-hmm. i've come way down i would have never thought you had a temper so what i wouldn't oh i don't take nothing off nobody Interesting. I would have thought Grandpa had a temper. No. 
Now, if you get him wrong, you're not going to run over him because mm-hmm. he's quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I thought that he would no, have no, a no. temper. Because he's quiet. You think he's not going to say anything? Or t- oh, no, you're not going to run over him. So he's not going to, he know when to, when to jump up, when to speak. Okay. So who's, who's the funniest out of you? He is. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I, I haven't met this side of grandpa. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a quick thinker. Mm-hmm. He can say something and you think he's going to give you a decent answer. Mm-hmm. He come back with something way on left field that is funny as all get out. And hey, like, that, well, that's not what I want you to say. <laughs> he took it way across he, way, the board. Way. He reminds you of Tammy with quick thinking in the answers. Okay. I think that's where she got it from. I would have never thought that. Mm-hmm. So what's one thing that he does that just irritates you? <laughs> I can't really think think of too much right now besides that darn football game football he's in the tv look if it's a game on he's looking at it and i hate it do you try to watch it with him i have and you still don't like it i do not like it Mm -mm. so you know not to bother him when football is so i don't bother him huh i just leave him alone let him look at it by himself okay so football. Uh-huh. I'll go look at, get me a book and read or go in another room and look at another TV. Is there anything that you don't like about him? No. Like him just the way he is? Just the way. Nope. Can I say there's anything about him I don't like? How I never ha- could, never have. How has he changed from the time you met him till now? Gotten quieter. Quieter? Yeah, he's gotten quieter. <laughs> he already doesn't talk, so I don't understand. Yes, how he, he does. Quieter. I say he doesn't talk. But he talk. Okay. He doesn't travel like he used to. I used to like to travel all the time. He doesn't travel. He <laughs> says it, it it wears him out, so he doesn't want to travel anymore. How old is Grandpa? He'll be eighty three on the. 29th of January. I thought, I don't know why I didn't think he was that old. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. Well, we live forever anyways. Mm-hmm. So, he looks like he's about 60-something. Oh, my God, don't tell that to that man. He does. Grandpa looks young. He doesn't look 83. You don't look your age. Huh. You still look like you're about 50-something. Oh, you a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You don't look old. You go, sweetheart. Like in my head, you guys are still like fifty something in my head. Well, you know what? You're not old until you think you're old. When you think you're old, you act old. Mm-hmm. So I gotta stop so saying that I'm old. You need to stop saying you're old. So if I live to see a hundred, I'm gonna be young. I'll never say I'm old. I'm not getting old. So how old do we usually live? I know we have people that's like a hundred and something in our family. On your daddy's side, I think the oldest one is a hundred and three. I think she's a hundred and three now. And on my side, they usually live to be about ninety eight, ninety nine, ninety eight. And they don't even look it. Mm mm. No. 
So how old was Ma Kathleen? When she died, she mm-hmm. was 96. See, she didn't look 90. Uh-uh. She looked about 70-something. And she could outwalk me. Ma Kathleen? Yes. She could outwalk me. She always remind she reminded me of uh, the Queen of England to a certain degree. <laughs> That's what she reminds me of. Like whenever I see an she old picture, ways, yes, you know, just very reserved, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. regal. Mm-hmm. You just see her walking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, who was more mean? Was it uh, Ma Kathleen or Ma Mandy? That was tip for tat. Really, <laughs> one was just as mean as the other. See, I always thought Ma Kathleen was just mean. She was. Well, Tammy said she wasn't. Tammy didn't think so. Mm-mm. Oh, she she thought that Ma Mandy was. But, oh, Ma Mandy, but see, Ma <coughs> Kathleen, she would be mean in in one way. She wasn't like my mama. But my mama wouldn't take nothing off of nobody. Mm-hmm. She didn't care how old you were, how big you were, how young you were. Now, so all the Carter women. She have that. No, my mom was a Lewis. Oh, that's right, Lewis. Yeah, and she she would. She'd jack you. Hmm. She would jack you in a minute. Now, you stand there, mouth of her, man off the mouth of her, mm-hmm. she could bust you upside your head and go on about her business. Like it ain't even happen. Like it never happen. Don't, don't you, nobody, you ain't mess with her. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, so those are all my questions. Um, now we do an advice segment. So someone writes a letter asking for advice, so I'm going to read the letter, and then you're going to give your advice on the situation. Say what? Yeah. It's easy. (laughs) It's easy. (laughs) I'm going to read the letter. Her name is Sasha. She's 28, and she said that she's been with her boyfriend for nine years, and she feels stagnant. She said over the years, they've had issues, like he would text other women. Other women would send him nudes. They planned on meeting up with different women, and every time they talked, she forgave him, but recently she confronted him about having a picture of her sister's butt in his phone, which completely broke her. They talked about it. He blamed it and said that he had a porn addiction. He tells unnecessarily lies, can't commit to plans, and can't commit to plans that aren't convenient to him. And that she's too affectionate. Should she stay with him or should she leave him? She know the answer to that. You don't even know why she wrote it, huh? I wouldn't have waste my time asking anyone, what should I do? Pack your bags and keep stepping. So just leave him. I would leave After him. After nine years? Food. After nine years, I believe if he did all that, I believe him if it was ninety years. Okay. I let him go. She probably can do better. At least I know she can do better. You don't let anyone use you. Mm-hmm. He's using her. What do you think he's using her for? <clears throat> it could be money. Mm-hmm. And it don't sound like it's for the sex part of it. That's for sure. That really doesn't sound like it for that. No. So is she living with him? Is she taking care of him? Is she supporting him? Let him go. She's 28. She can do better. That's all right. She can do better. She don't want to date at 28, though. (laughs) They date older than that. 
Well, that's true, but I mean, the quality of men is not out there like that. It's, Just be patient. Let them come to you. And let them come to you. Just carry herself in a ladylike manner and go to the right places. So where's the right and place to meet a man? You can meet him in a place besides a club. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't want you a man that's street, in a club. You can meet a decent man in the store. Just walking down the street at a gas station? What? You can't find a decent man at a gas station? Sure, you can. What you gonna do? You talking about? You don't know. But you talking about working at a gas station? No, just a random guy at a gas station. I guess you could, but I wouldn't go up and approach him like I did. Why? You had that in public because he was at my house. Oh, okay. You went. You went just walking to somebody in public? Heck no. I do. I do it all the time. Uh-uh. No? No. So I'm crazy for doing that. Y- yes, you are. Oh. I thought I was doing something good. No. No? No. Okay. So I need to change my approach. Y- yes, you do. <laughs> okay. Carry yourself in a way so that when you walk by, he's going to do a second look at you and he approach you. Most men don't approach me. They're intimidated. But you have to carry you. Is the way you carry yourself? I don't know. I just, I be in my own world. I'm not paying attention to nobody. Like, it might be a person that might catch my eye, but it's not like I'm paying attention to men that yeah, are around see, me. see, you don't want to be walking around, but your head up in there like you think that you miss, miss it. Oh, no, know? no. I don't walk like that. I, I walk focused. Like, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go here. I have to go here. I have to go there. Don't stop and talk to me. Say what you need to say. But it's okay. It's okay if you see someone that, you know, like, you speak to them. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't just walk up and be like, hey, I find you attractive. Can I have yeah. your number? You don't want to do that. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> no, don't, no, no, no. I've done that. Don't do that. Okay, don't, I won't don't do that. Do that. Any- Falling faster. And now to close out the show, it is the dating tip of the week. So the last portion of the episode is dating tip of the week. So you just give a dating tip of the week. Nothing fancy, just something that will help women date better. I just gave it to you. Don't approach a man. Don't approach him. Let him approach you. I feel like I'll be waiting forever. No, you won't. But when he approaches you, you don't attack the man the first day. You you know, if you think he looks nice or if you know, he talked to you in a decent way, you know, okay, I may give this guy a chance. Mm-hmm. You know? Then, okay, then that you out with him. Just find out, do you work where you work? Do a background check on him. Oh, I do. I, I do my research on yeah, guys. check them out. So is there anything wrong with sleeping with a man on the first date? Yes. Really? Yes. Why? Why you want to give yourself to a man on the first date? You but, don't know. You don't know a thing about it. But what if the sex is not good? And you say you couldn't have sex with him eventually. But why? But why are you gonna wait till the first day? You don't know nothing about that man. But what if I wait like three months and then it's not good? But then they kick him to the to the crib, gone. But then I wasted dinner. three months. Yeah, that's all right. So you gonna waste three months of your time? 
or you want to come up and end up with some kind of disease. Or you want to be out there fooling around with a sex offender. Or you you don't know anything about him. That's true. Oh. His sex ain't worth that. So how long should you wait? I don't know, but it, it don't know. <laughs> Not the first, first day. day. <laughs> okay. I figured the first day was fine. Oh, no, 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 no. Heck no. All right, and that's it. See, was it that bad? No. <laughs>